listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey there, and uh, welcome back to For Your Joy. Uh, This is a podcast where we are seeking to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. Um, and that idea of discouragement is where we're going to go mostly with this podcast. Uh, we talked about that a little bit in the last episode and just the introduction about what this podcast is for. Uh, but some of you may not know us. Mm, um, we are not very known. So <laughs> no. it makes sense that uh, most people don't know us. So we want to just take a minute and tell you about ourselves, uh, where we are. Um, the church that we are a part of. Um, And so we are a part of New King Church in South Burlington, Vermont, right outside of uh, Burlington, uh, the biggest city in Vermont. It's huge. It's got Mm. like 40... Mm. Mega city. 40,000, maybe just 40 people, actually. Sometimes (laughs) it feels that way. Yeah. Uh, But so I'm Lucius, and I'm joined by Ben the planting pastor of New King. So, Ben, when did you get here to Mm. New King? Yeah, so we moved to Burlington in August 2016. Started New King. We we started, like, our initial meetings um, March 2017. So we're right at the five-year mark. We, We had our grand opening, actually, February 4th of 2018. So we just we just passed the 4-year anniversary. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it was about it was about February of 2018 when the Lord started calling me and my wife to Burlington. Mm-hmm. Uh we didn't we didn't move to Burlington until uh the summer of 2020, uh, a little over 2 years later. Um but I think February of 2018 is when Ben and I met, and um, this crazy guy from Georgia who now lived in Vermont told me I should move to Vermont. I was living in Alabama, and I said okay. Uh, and then two years later, I found myself here. Um, mm-hmm. But so where are we right now, Ben? Tell them, tell them that. So we, um, our church property sits on a main road on, in South Burlington, um, and we have, we own a church building and then what we call the barn house. And we are sitting in an, the upper room, the upper room, the upper room of the barn house. We felt like the spirit tends to gravitate to upper rooms. Yeah. I've heard that somewhere. So it makes sense to record in the upper room. So we're in the upstairs office room of our barn house um, newly remodeled by a mission team. And, um, yeah, we're, it's, there's about two feet of snow outside right now. Mm -hmm. We just had a big storm, snowstorm last week. And, um, it's in the twenties today though. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. It's very warm. Yeah. It's getting warm. Uh, Maybe the snow will melt. I I guess it has to be 
even warmer than the 20s for the snow to melt, though. It does, yeah. Well, uh, as you heard in our introduction, um, this is a podcast that seeks to uh, encourage um, our people, first our, our people, uh, but also beyond. And by our people, I mean New King Church, the members there specifically. Um, we felt the need to uh, just supplement some of our teaching uh, because there are fewer and fewer opportunities that we have to share uh, what the Lord is teaching us as pastors of New King. Um, and we sense a, a growing uh, discouragement um, in the world as, as a whole, but also, uh, you know, like we just said, it's pretty cold here mm-hmm. in Vermont, uh, which can lead to some unique discouragement. And with mm-hmm. uh, some other things going on in, in the culture, we um, know and see how important it is uh, in Scripture that we continue to be encouraged. Um, mm-hmm. And so we wanted to find an avenue that we could do that uh, more for our people and beyond. So if you're listening and you're not a part of New King, uh, welcome. Glad to have you uh, here listening as well. And we hope uh, that this might restore your faith, uh, even though we are surrounded by a lot of discouragement. Uh, So I'm going to turn it over to Ben and hear what he has in store for us for this first episode as we dive into the topic of uh, discouragement and encouragement as well. Yeah, so my heart for an, an encouraging podcast, it really it has grown out of more a ministry philosophy. Um, that my, my ministry philosophy is that everything I need to, everything I do as a pastor should be um, to encourage the flock to encourage those that God has has called me to to pastor. And so this comes from, well, I, let me back up and say, I think that this began for me um, when I was leaving, I was about to move away from Georgia to plant our first church. So this is our second church plant. Uh, we planted a, a church in a small town in southern Vermont back in 2012. Before we moved... I had a church planting coach who was um, helping us to prepare, and I we were having dinner at a Mexican restaurant with this church planting coach. My wife and I were, and I and I asked him this question. I said, "If you could distill down your your main advice that you would give to us before we leave, uh, what is the number one thing?" that you would say to us? How would you advise us as we, as we launch out to start a church? And he, without even having to think about it, he looked at me and he said, I would tell you to um, be on guard for yourselves and for each other against discouragement. Be on guard against discouragement. He said, when you begin to experience discouragement, a red flag should go up immediately that you need to fight. And he said, and, and he looked at both of us, he said, and when either of you see discouragement in the other, a red flag needs to go up that you need to immediately fight for them 
to, to encourage them. Hmm. I was blown away by that answer. It wasn't what I was expecting at all. Yeah. And then, you know, it stuck with me. It stuck with Tiffany. And then as we um, began to plant a church, we realized how, how right he was. And since that time, um, I've I've only I've only learned more that this is this is true. There's a a pastor named Ray Johnson uh, in California who wrote a book called The Hope Quotient. And and here is a quote from Ray Johnson's book. He says, "A huge life principle I have learned the hard way is that discouragement precedes." destruction. Discouragement precedes destruction. He goes on and says, I cannot find anything that has been destroyed without discouragement being the underlying cause. No person has ever come up to me and said, I'm so encouraged about my marriage, I'm getting a divorce. No one has ever come up to me and said, I'm so encouraged about school, I'm dropping out. Mm. No teenager has ever come up to me and said, I'm so encouraged about what my faith means to me, I'm going to start drinking and taking drugs. Discouragement devastates, and absolute discouragement devastates absolutely. In the absence of hope, discouragement rules. You won't find a more ruthless, negative, destructive, vicious dictator anywhere on the planet. So I find this to be true in my own life mm. and I find it to be true in the scriptures. Yeah. That's really helpful because I think a lot of the times we might look at our circumstances, look at what's going on around us, and we don't understand how it's truly affecting us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the... the plainest example right now is the pandemic, um, how it's affected each individual person having to quarantine for this month or having to uh, change their plans or not see their families for this Mm -hmm. holiday. Um, And those tiny things can build up Mm -hmm. way quicker than we realize. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we're just full of discouragement. But I, I guess something I am wondering, and this may be something you want to get into um, is I just want to hear how can we define discouragement? Because mm-hmm. if, we're, if we need to be so uh, ruthlessly against it and, and mm-hmm. tearing it down and, and, and staying encouraged when we are discouraged, how can we define it? Because I think a lot of the times I might look at my anxiety or I might look at my fear, or I might look at my unbelief. Um, are those things discouragement, or would you define it in a way uh, that is a little more pointed um, in your life specifically, and maybe in, in ways you've seen in other people's lives? Yeah, I would say all of those things fall underneath uh, the the banner of discouragement. I, discouragement I would define as the lessening lessening of courage or confidence. Um, the, the actual, the definition in the dictionary is to deprive of courage or confidence. Mm-hmm. So, so to be discouraged is to have a lessening of your courage. And courage 
or hope. I think that these are actually um, these are actually synonyms. Um, hope is I would define hope as joyful, confident expectation. Mm. And so when you have courage, you have a confident, a joyful, confident expectation that God, a sovereign God who is good, is going to work things out. Mm. And that doesn't mean that you won't uh, endure, that you won't have to endure hardships. It doesn't mean that you won't suffer. But it means that at the end of it all, God will still work things out for the good of those Mm. who love him. Mm. And so there's absolutely no reason to ever lose hope if we are Christians. Um, So to encourage a person is to inspire with courage. This is the definition in the dictionary. To, To inspire with courage, spirit, or hope. To fill with courage or strength of purpose. When, when I think about um, when I think about God, do I think of God as a God of encouragement? Here, here's something I wanted to, to share um, to kind of start this podcast out. Um, encouragement is rooted, it, it's, it's in the character of God. Mm. It's rooted in the character of God. Um, and, and this is why Satan's probably number one tactic when he comes against God's people is discouragement. Um, but, but we read in Romans 14, 17 that the kingdom of God is a kingdom of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. When we think about uh, peace and joy, these are things that characterize a person who is encouraged, right? So, so going back to your question, how, what would, how would I define it? How do I know that I'm experiencing it? Anytime I am losing my joy, I'm losing my hope, I'm not feeling hopeful about the the future, or I'm losing peace. So that's anxiety. Mm. Um, I'm I'm experiencing discouragement, and the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, is a kingdom of joy and peace. It's an encouraging mm. kingdom. Um, <clears throat> so, so the kingdom is an encouraging kingdom. The Holy Spirit is an encouraging spirit. He's, a, he's the counselor. He's the helper. He's the comforter, right? And what's the second fruit of the, of the spirit? Joy. Joy, mm. right? So, so the spirit himself is a joy giver. He produces the fruit of joy in, in our lives. Jesus is an encourager. We're just going to work through the Trinity here, right? <laughs> so the Holy Spirit's an encourager. Jesus is an encourager. In John 14, as he's getting ready to, um, as he knows he's getting ready to go to the cross and he's spending time with the disciples, he says to them, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. 
believe also in me. That, 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 you know, that's the ESV. Let not your hearts be troubled. It's another way of him saying, don't let yourself be anxious. Hmm. Don't allow that to happen. Um, trust me. Trust God and trust me is essentially what he's saying. And, 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 and then he goes on to say to them a few verses later in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. He's saying, I don't want you to feel or experience an absence of peace. He says, not as the world gives do I give to you. Again, he says to them, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And he's saying this knowing what a fearful situation they're about to go into. And he still says to them, I want you to have my peace. So Jesus is the kind of person who experienced peace throughout his life. He is an encourager. He's wanting to give to them his peace, right? So Jesus is an encourager, and the Father Mm. is an encourager. We read in uh, Romans chapter 15, it says, um, it calls in Romans chapter 15 and verse five, it calls God the God of encouragement. Wow. <laughs> so he, it's right there. he's right there. He's later on in, in 15 and verse 13, he calls him the God of hope. So the entire Trinity, um, God, the Holy Spirit is a joy giver, a comforter. He's an encourager. Jesus, the son is an encourager. I'm giving you peace. Don't let your hearts be troubled. The Father is an encourager. He is the God of encouragement. And finally, the scriptures are meant to encourage. Um, it says in Romans 15, 5, that the scriptures were written for our encouragement and in order to give us hope. So here we have the kingdom of heaven is a kingdom that is characterized by peace and joy the the god of the kingdom the the trinity every person in the trinity is an encourager a hope giver a peace giver and the scriptures themselves are written for our encouragement and to give us hope and so when i see that when i see that the the kingdom is a kingdom of encouragement Our God is a God of encouragement. The scriptures are written for our encouragement. I see that this is foundational, absolutely foundational to life as a Christian. Wow. I love this foundation that you're building as we begin this discussion on encouragement and discouragement. And and I think one of the biggest things that immediately jumps out to me is, you know, you talked about every part of the Trinity— and you mm. talked about his word, right? Mm. And so the first thing that I recognize is we cannot fight discouragement. We cannot be encouraged. We cannot um, grow in our joy without going to God. Mm-hmm. We cannot do this apart from him. And I feel like our world, uh, our culture... In, a, in an interesting way, is starting to recognize that discouragement is a bad thing. 
and that they need to fight against mm. it. We see a really healthy um, uh, fight against um, discouragement and mm. depression and mm. anxiety, and people are. Uh, it's not taboo anymore to go uh, to a therapist, mm. right? Mm. But I guess let me ask you one more question, and maybe we can finish uh, with this. What is the danger in us trying to fix our discouragement and be encouraged and, and, and live a life that is full of joy, trying to do those things apart from God and His Word? Why will that fail? And why is this foundation of the Trinity, of God, of Christ, so important? Well, it's like trying to build a house on sand. If God is the foundation for hope. He's called the God of all hope. If he's the foundation for hope, for that joyful expectation that things will turn out all right, then to try and encourage myself without him as the foundation for that is like trying to build a house on the sand. It will crumble. It it might look good for a little while, but storms will come. The the flood waters will rise. We're going to go through hardships everyone, every person. And as soon as those hardships come, that that house will fall. Hmm. Unless unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. Unless hmm. God is the foundation for our hope for our encouragement, for our joy, then then whatever we build, whatever we try to um, whatever we try to accomplish is going to fail mm. in the end. Um, he it, it, the thing that I want to leave well and we, we can we can wrap it up here and um, pick this back up next week but the thing I want to leave people with is um, this world is ruled by Satan. The Bible, mm. the Bible says that he is the ruler of this world. It says that, that he's the lowercase g, God of this world. And his domain, the domain of darkness, encompasses the world that we live in. And in the domain of darkness... It's, there's smoke and mirrors. He wants to draw us to things, to, to make us think that they will solve our problems. Mm. But, but our problems, our discouragement, our, our struggle with joy will never be solved by the kingdom of darkness, the domain of darkness, because mm. the domain of darkness is the source of our mm. discouragement, yeah. the source of our lack of joy. He's the one that's causing it all. He doesn't want you to experience <laughs> joy or hope or encouragement. So just leave us with that. Yeah. Well, as Ben said, we're going to continue this discussion on encouragement and fighting discouragement. Uh, we pray that this is helpful for you. Uh, and until then, we'll talk to you soon.